You are now listening to episode 18, season two. We not dealing with no negative shit, period. All right, if you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. I know you guys miss me and be like, "Uh uh-uh, Nai, we didn't get a podcast this week. What's going on, girl? (laughs) I mean, life hasn't really changed for a lot of us in many ways. So, um, you know, I had to really dive into some thoughts and figure out, you know, what do I want to talk about this week? And, um, you know, I had been around my family And I don't know if you ladies or gentlemen listening experience this, but it is something that is very annoying and very frustrating when you feel the pressures of your family. Now, as we all age in our 20s, you know, um, we may have siblings or friends and family members that are having children, getting married. And, you know, when you're the single one who getting money, looking fly, being successful and whatnot, everybody wants to know, like, so you got a boyfriend? When are you getting married? Are you thinking about having kids anytime soon? And it's just so fucking annoying. (laughs) I don't know if it's annoying for you guys, but it's very annoying for me. And I'm very aware that my grandmother is getting older. Um, My grandparents are getting older. Uh, my mother, my father's getting older, but I just refuse to settle. And I just hate the pressures that family will put onto a single people to be in a relationship or to have children or to be in a committed marriage. It's just like, yeah, these are things I've thought about. And these are things that I would love to have when the time comes, but I'm not going to rush because of my age. I'm not going to rush into a relationship just because I don't have anybody or, you know, I'm not going to rush to have kids because my clock is ticking as a young woman. I'm not fucking doing that. I'm not doing that. And it's it's like when your family asks you that, you know, you try to be respectful and say, oh, you know, when I meet the right one. But it's just like I really be wanting to say, mind your fucking business. <laughs> That's what I really be wanting to say, because it's just like, yo, I don't need the pressure from you. Like, are you going to help me with this marriage? You going to help me with these kids? Is you going to help me with my boyfriend? Like, you know, so um, I say all that to say that, you know, we all experience these type of conversations and I just kind of wanted to express myself on this topic. I've been single for a while. You guys know season one, I talk about, you know, leveling up and wanting the best for myself and all of that. And of course, I have been dating, been on plenty of dates and, you know, talk to different types of men. And the more that I do that, the more I realize that I'm looking, I wouldn't say looking, because I hate when we say, oh, what type of men are you looking for? I'm not looking, I'm attracting. So, you know, keywords, keywords. (laughs) Um, The type of man that I would like to attract into my life has to be a reflection of myself. And I've entertained guys just because, or not even just because, because that sounds terrible to say, but um, more so just to see what my options are. Like, okay, let's see what this what this could do or whatever. Not being super um, closed-minded just because I'm super picky, 
But just to be a little bit open-minded and test the waters and see, you know, what is it that I may like or may not like, may not know. So, um, yeah, so it's just like, you know, I'm not looking for just to be with somebody. I'm not looking to settle down completely, but I am looking for the one. Um, Or, I mean, I am trying to attract the one. And um, most people may not feel that way. Some people feel like, oh, I like this person. We get along. This is it. It has to be more than that for me. It has to be a, a deeper connection besides just a physical, sexual connection. Um, it has to be deeper. You know, um, I was talking to my mom and, and I expressed to her that God has to be in my next relationship. And you know, I I need to have a connection with the man that is a divine connection. That is God. God brought this man to me, not a man picking me or I'm kind of liking him and then I'm settling and then, oh, we're just fucking around and we'll see where this goes. And oops, now I'm caught up and oops, it's too deep. I don't want that. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm at a stage in my life where God has to be in my relationships, period. Um, or it's not going to work. There's, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to discuss. Um, you know, really having a friendship and a partner within my relationship and also just having respect for one another. That is super important to me. I know a lot of people are caught up on, um, superficial shit, you know, surface level materialistic things. And at the end of the day, I'm a girl who has many different forms of income and I'm not looking for a man to take care of me. I'm looking for a man that can take care of my heart, my mind, my body and soul. And, um, financial support is a plus, but your girl got it on her own. So we Gucci. Um, so yeah, so that's even another thing, even being single and being independent, you know, I had um, one of my followers ask, like, if you're a woman who enjoys work and you're considered like a workaholic and your partner feels like you're neglecting them, how do you go about it? And I am a workaholic. Me being a single woman, I don't have real responsibilities outside of my business and bills. And I dive majority of my time and energy into my work, into my craft. So for me to want to jump into a relationship, that is now changing my dynamic of my life. And that would have to be something that I want. And, you know, that's why I try to explain to family members like, oh, why are you not in a relationship? Why are you not married? Because it's like I have to want those things when the time is right. Like I can't just juggle a relationship and juggle my personal life and business and there's not balance. You know, I've done that before where there is no form of balance at all. And then you feel like, damn, this motherfucker slowing me down from my paper chase. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, take your time. Like if you're single, please take your time. There is no rush to be in a relationship because once you're in it, you're in it. Once your emotions is tied in it, you're in it. <laughs> once you are sexually active with this person and you are sharing intimate thoughts, feelings, and traumas, and childhood memories, and all kinds of shit, you're in it. And, you know, as I get older, and picking and choosing the type of men that will experience the essence of me as a woman has been very detailed and super important to me. 
Um, I'm not looking for a nice guy. I'm looking for a great guy. I'm not looking for a guy to just have fun temporarily with. I'm looking for the one. And I just refuse to settle. And I don't I wouldn't tell any woman or any man to settle because his family or friends or society is pressuring him to be with somebody. You know, at the end of the day, God has created each and every one of us for someone else. And I don't want to play myself or limiting myself of not being with the person that I truly want to be with and feel that I should be with. So in the meantime, let me work on myself. That doesn't mean that I'm saving myself. And no, I'm literally working on myself. I'm working on my patience. I'm working on my tone. I'm working on my attitude. I'm working on balance. (laughs) I speak about balance and my last podcast. I'm working on my love languages. I'm working on what triggers me. Because when we don't work on these things and we get in a relationship, that's what causes relationships to be toxic or draining or negative or or you feel like you wasted your time because a lot of people don't want to do the root work when it comes to healing themselves. We hear so many people say, oh, I'm looking for my better half. No, you are your better half. If you are seeking for someone to fulfill an emptiness or a void in you, you don't need to look anywhere but within period so you know I think it's just also a level of understanding like yes I would love to have company and I would love to share my intimate moments with a man that I am not also attracted to but I'm also mentally and spiritually connected with that is deeper than a physical connection and I think that a lot of young people are only stuck on the surface level of a physical connection and this is why there is no longevity in relationships or there's no serious commitment or there's no serious you know next phase in the relationship because everybody's stuck on the stupid shit so i say all that to say if you are a single black woman or you are a single black man take your time there is no need to rush when when everything is working in your favor with divine timing Like I always say, I don't question God's plan because I need to make sure that I am ready. I'm not going to be perfect because there's no such thing as being a perfect woman. But I want to make sure that I'm dealing with my demons in my closet and that I'm not projecting my insecurities or my problems onto a person that I may possibly be in love with. That is something that I fear because I've done that in the past before. So, you know, you have to learn something from each and every relationship that you're in, not just the intimate relationship, but your relationships with your parents. You know, what is your love language when it comes to that parent and child love? What is your love language when it comes to your friendships? What is your love language when it comes to relationships? These are things that I've literally tried to mend, work on and break down in the last year. And for people to ask me, when you getting a boyfriend? Do you got a boyfriend? It's like, look, sis, (laughs) anybody could get with some cute nigga and be booed up on Instagram and be a basic bitch. Okay, anybody could do that. Like, I'm not looking for that. (laughs) I'm looking for some real shit. Okay, cues, Mary J. Blige, real love. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let a bitch take her time. (laughs) 
<laughs> Listen, when I get me a man, y'all, I'm going to be, I ain't going to be on social media. But it's going to be ducked off. You hear me? I'm a very private person. I do like to share things to get connected with my audience and stuff. But I'm a very private person. So if you don't know that about cancers, we like to keep our biz naive to ourselves, you heard? So when, when that time comes, you know, I will be content. I'll be cool. I'll be ducked off somewhere, minding my goddamn business, making my money. So I'm in no rush. You know, I think a lot of people rush. They rush with success. They rush with with status. They rush with love. Stop rushing shit. Take your time. Enjoy the journey towards healing. Enjoy the journey when creating yourself. Enjoy the journey of the struggle. Because when you get the reward, you need to be content. When you get to the other side, you can't say, oh, this is it. Yeah, motherfucker, this is it. <laughs> Take your time. There is no need to rush. Okay? Trust trust the divine timing and trust that God is going to, div- to have a, a lovely divine connection with who your soul is supposed to be attached to. If you are in a relationship and that person doesn't feel like a divine partner and it doesn't feel like a godly connection, it probably isn't, to be honest, to be honest. If you have to second and question yourself or your decisions and your heart, then you're probably, you're right about it. You know, as a woman, our intuition is very strong and we try to um, avoid it or deny our emotions and how we feel and we try to go against the grain and we try to fight for our love and we try to keep going because we don't want to give up. Listen, all that shit, because, you know, we all have our own definitions of what love is. But when God has placed you in a divine connection, you will know when you are with the person that you're supposed to be with, you will feel it. It's like an undeniable type of feeling. And, you know, when you're talking to just anybody, you don't feel nothing. <laughs> it don't matter how many times they hit you up, call you, text you, check on you, send you shit. It don't matter because it don't feel like a divine connection, if that makes any sense. So, you know, I want that tingly feeling. I want I want to feel like a, a little girl again. I want to feel like I'm in high school and my crush just hit me up and I'm like, ah, you know, because I like him as much as he like me and not, oh, damn, this nigga feeling me more than I'm feeling him or, you know, like I want it to be a, a divine connection, my next relationship. I want God in my next relationship. I want respect in my next relationship. I want understanding in my next relationship. I don't want the victim and the blaming and the, and I don't want that. I don't want the arguing and the disrespect and the, oh, I assumed and I thought, I don't want those things. So if you've experienced past relationships and you want to change, the change really starts with you before you get into the next thing. So I say all that to say, don't let nobody rush you when it comes to your love life. Your love life is your love life. But I also wanted to go back to that question that one of my followers had posted on live and asked me. Um, I will say... I'm learning as a, a woman who is an entrepreneur and loves to work to kind of take time to clock out of my work and into my personal life. You know, like it's either or like either your personal life is popping or work is popping or either work is popping and your personal life isn't. And I want to find a healthy balance. And I think that once I've once I'm with somebody who can balance those things out, be my work and be my personal, 
it will be solid. You know, I think that in past previous relationships, people that I was with was it was a disconnect when it came to work. It was like, oh, that's your life, and well, this is my life, and then we only meet in the personal area zone and and to me it wasn't comfortable I also want my partner to be involved with my business and vice versa I want to be involved in their business that's the whole point of building an empire and my last relationship was nothing like that it was we're just personal and that's not going to work in my next relationship I take my work and what I do very seriously and if a man is, is going to be with me and say he loves me and wants to be in my life, he has to be a part of what it is that I'm doing with my business. Not saying he got to be up in my business, but he needs to be proactive, whether that be support, whether that be ideas, whether that be just anything. You have to be in some form of way involved and vice versa. I need to be involved with what, what it is that you're doing as well, because when you're working as a team, you, you'll get so much further than trying to work separately. And I've learned that. So, you know, if you're a busy woman and you're single and independent and you're trying to figure out that balance, I feel like you will create that balance with your partner. You have to want the same thing. Like, I want peace in personal life and I want peace at work. And I want it to be cool and smooth. And, you know... Again, none of none of the things I'm saying means a perfect relationship, but it goes into communication, timing, patience, and enjoying the process and the journey. So, yeah. Okay, so as you guys know, this is the Girl Talk portion of this podcast. I ask you guys to please send me an email. If you guys go to my Instagram, The Annihilator, there is an email button tab. You guys can simply click that, subject at Girl Talk. Um, keep it short, straight to the point, keep it cute or put it on mute or hang it up. <laughs> Please um, keep it anonymous and include your age because I do not want to give an 18 year old, a 35 year old woman advice. That makes no sense. Okay. So let's get into this email. This one says, Hey, Anaya, I've recently just started talking to this guy that lives in California and I live in Arizona. He's 24 and I'm 20. I really like him. He's a Sagittarius and I'm a Scorpio. He has offered to come down to Arizona to meet me when quarantine is over. And I'm worried about this because of our religious differences. I have not told him my family and I religion as I'm scared it will push him away. We do not celebrate any holidays or believe in getting tattoos or those type of things he enjoys. I don't want to try to change him or convert him just to be with me. What should I do? Do you think long distance relationships can work? And also, do you think our zodiac signs are a good match? Ooh, child. Okay. Um, I don't know what type of conversations you guys are having, but um, yeah, that needs to be a conversation before you meet him in person, period. Because you could just be wasting that man's time, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so... I mean, I would tell him what my beliefs are and either he's like, okay, or he's not okay. If you don't say nothing and then you wait till he comes to, to visit you, you are wasting your time and his time. 
Um, because I feel like that should just be discussed, especially the beginning stages of getting to know somebody, especially if you are attracted to them, you would want to know those things. Again, I don't know what type of conversations you guys have because a lot of conversations with young people be very surface level. So, um, it just depends if y'all had that conversation. Now, I feel that that needs to be said. Like, you need to just be straight up. What are you ashamed of? This is what you believe. That's another thing, too. If, if you believe what you believe, there's no need to be afraid or ashamed of it because you will always run into this issue when it comes to dating, period. So you might as well deal with it now or you'll have to deal with this later down the road with different types of menses. It is what it is. There's, no, there's nothing to be ashamed of when it, it, when it comes down to what you believe. You can't, you can't hide and put your beliefs in a closet somewhere just so the person that you are attracted to or like likes you and not like everything about you. Don't do that. Do I think long distance relationships can work? Um, it depends on the situation. It depends on the career. It depends on the maturity level. It really just depends. I can't say yes or no because everybody's different and everybody has different love languages. Um, then you also said, also, do you think our zodiac signs are a good match? Um, to be honest, I don't know any Sagittarius men. I heard they not shit. <laughs> and then you're a Scorpio woman who is a water sign. So I don't know, sis, but what I do know is when you are dating and if you are into astrology, you need to ask him what the t what time he was born so you can look at his birth chart and you could research and look up and see from his natal chart what's in his Venus and what is in his Mars. That is going to talk about the way he loves, gives love, talks about his sex and all that good stuff. So if you want to dig a little deep, honey, outside of just sun signs, um, you can get into his birth chart. If you don't know what birth charts are, you guys can simply just Google it. Okay. So, um, yeah, it depends on what you want, but at the end of the day, you need to have that conversation before somebody booking flights to come chill with you. And they like, what the fuck? No, nobody want to date somebody and feel like they got to cover who they are, or they feel like they might be prejudged or singled out. Be open and honest from the beginning. So people know who and what they're dealing with. You can't, you know, so that's my advice. All right, so this next email says, Hey, sis, I'm 21 and I dated my ex for two years and we recently broke up. He was extremely sweet and good to me during our relationship. He said that the breakup was because of depression and stuff going on in within his life, but he that he was still in love with me since our breakup. But since our breakup, he's been flaunting his new car on Instagram, is in everyone's likes and comments, and clearly looking for female attention. We haven't really talked in over a month, but he's done indirect stuff like request me on Apple Music, continue to watch and like my stuff because I was an amazing girlfriend and I couldn't believe his behavior um, post breakup. I have unfollowed him and I have reached and I have not reached out to him at all because I'm not begging no man to stay with me. Um, she says I won't be disrespected, but he and I had something special. It seems as though he is the only that he is only trying to fuck girls and not have any responsibilities and have me as an option for later. 
He never acted like this before, but regardless, I'm going to meet new guys and do my thing, okay? <laughs> my question is, should I forget our love and say fuck it and close the door to rekindling down the road if he is serious again? Or should I continue to give him time and space to mess with whoever he's whoever and be open to giving us another chance later down the road? Um, That's kind of the same question. Um... Girl, what? Hell no. Nah. Listen, hold on. Do you want Savage Anaya or do you just want regular ass Anaya? Because I'm going to give you Savage Anaya right now. Why the fuck would you sit down and wait for some man that you had a two-year relationship? First of all, since you're 21, okay? Um, Why are you about to sit and wait for your ex to get his shit right and you just the girl sitting on the side just... I'm still here. The fuck? Hell no. Nah. Sis, girl, you better... What? fuck out of here is your would your ex do that if you was to break up with your ex and be all flexing and flooring under every nigga page and comment because you just want to fuck with niggas and he's supposed to take you back no he won't and he probably ain't so stop playing yourself if he broke up with you because he want to be single and do him and he was so depressed and all this blase bullshit girl let his ass do what the fuck he won't do and you do you and you move on. That's what you do. You're talking about should you rekindle shit and give him another chance to do what? Another chance to do what? Another a rekindling what? <laughs> the man broke up with you. You clearly said you was a good girlfriend to him. And you already said that you feel he wants to fuck with other girls and not have a responsibility and treat you as an option for later. Why do you want to be an option for later when this is something that you said in the email? Why do you want to be an option for later when you know that you feel he wants to do him right now? Why do you want to be that option of that girl? You're playing yourself. No. If he comes back around, the ball is in your court and you regulate shit. Who gives a fuck what y'all had? That's in the past. This is now. You're seeing a whole different side of him. Are you still attracted to who he is, not what y'all had? See, the thing is with women, we need to get out of the what y'all had, all that history shit. He ain't what he was two years ago. He is who he is now, period. He want to be single. He want to date. He want to have fun. Let his ass do all that shit, okay? <laughs> the ship has sailed at this point. Now motherfucker trying to come. Nah, sis, don't play yourself by being available or letting the door be open when he go do his dirt. And now he coming up in your house with dirty shoes on because he been outside all day fucking with who knows what and who. And, you, and you're the safety zone. Stop treating yourself like that, ladies. Nah, nah. Because cause if the if the role was reversed, ain't no nigga about to take no female back because she just want to be single and have fun. So stop allowing these men to have so much control over y'all emotions and decision making when it comes to your love life. Okay, so the next email says, I'm 29 years old and I've been in a relationship with my dude for two years and we have our ups and downs. Almost broke up a couple of times. Um, but anyways, he just turned 30 at the beginning of this month and we had a small get together. We were playing games and next thing I know, he was drunk. He got upset because people were saying he was cheating. I told him he needed to chill and it's not that serious. At this point, he saw me as the ops and things escalated and we got into a screaming match. He called me a bitch and got into my face and said some other disrespectful things. I said some disrespect. Blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
uh, I said some disrespectful things towards him as well. He packed his shit and left. He kept apologizing and saying this will never happen again and wanted to come back to our house. I forgave him and let him come back three weeks later. I thought I was over the situation, but I noticed my love for him has changed. I no longer want any affection from him, and the little part of me is thinking I made a mistake by giving him another chance. He is trying to get back in good grace with me by helping around the house, cooking dinner and things, but a part of me is just not feeling it. I'm usually a one mistake and done type of girl, but let's face it, the dating pool out here is ghetto. Girl, yes it is. <laughs> Should I give it some more time to see if my feelings come back or do you think the love is dead and gone? Please help your girl out. She put PS, if it helps, I'm a Cancer. He's an Aries. Um What would you tell your younger self? What would your younger self tell you to do in this situation? What would your younger self tell you and this situation, if if you was to tell your younger self that a man that you love and in a relationship with is cursing you out and calling you names, disrespecting you, what would your younger self tell you to do? That is your decision right there. That is your decision. At the end of the day, disrespect is not, is not okay because that's a form of verbal abuse. And the fact that you feel some type of way, that is undeniable. That feeling will not go away because that is now an emotional scar in your relationship. So at the end of the day, you have to make a choice what you are going to be comfortable with because this is your love life. No one else's. And if you are going to tolerate and put up and deal with a man being disrespectful and, you know, doing things like that, getting drunk and acting crazy. That is something you have to ask yourself. Is this healthy for me? Is this what I want? Is this, is this, you know, like this is something for you to ask. I, I can't tell you how you should feel in this situation because I'm not in it. But what I will say is I don't condone any man being disrespectful to any woman. I don't give a fuck what the circumstance is, period. I don't condone it. So um, I think you should have a conversation with your younger self and ask yourself that. You know what I'm saying? You're saying, oh, he's cleaning and cooking. He should already be fucking doing that. We need to stop. We need to stop glorifying things that men should be doing in a relationship towards a woman that they are dating or love. Your nigga should be cleaning up around the house. It ain't just one adult in that house. It's two. Uh, cooking and, and doing shit like that. He should. That's that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I just feel if you want to see a real change, it ain't going to be just them little things. It's going to be other things. And, you know, um, if it was such an emotional scar that you just are really turned off and you feel like you've been disrespected as a woman and you feel like love is not there and you want something different, you have to follow your heart, sis. Because the one thing we don't do in relationships, we don't follow our hearts. We don't. 
we'll we'll follow the other half and be like, oh, but we have history. I love him and dating is ghetto. Yeah, but if you think about it in those ways, you are settling. You are playing yourself. So you need to be honest with what it is that you personally want in your relationship. And if this isn't what you want, why are you dealing with it? So that is my advice to you. Have a conversation with your younger self and ask, what would your younger self tell you as a woman who is 29 years old in this relationship? Is this acceptable? Is this okay? Is this something that you would want to deal with uh, a couple weeks from now if he gets drunk again? You get what I'm saying? So this is something you have to ask yourself. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, yeah, if you guys would like for me to talk about topics that I have not talked about, most topics that I've talked about that you guys uh, recommend on Twitter, I've probably talked about on my first season. Um, but if there's something that you would like for me to go into depth with, I have no problem doing so um, for you guys. But I love you guys. I hope you guys are staying safe during this quarantine. Um, I know Mother's Day is coming up. I don't know if I will have an episode by then, but happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful women all over the world who have made sacrifices um, whether that be for career, family, their success or personal life to just be a mother and bring life into this world. I cherish you. I love you and I adore you. And happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers around the world. And um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy Mother's Day weekend. And um, I speak to you guys on the next podcast episode.